This episode of the WW Review is sponsored by Magical Mara Designs. Do you enjoy showing off your love of Disney by wearing Mickey or Minnie ears, but get tired of wearing ones that are uncomfortable and give you headaches? Check out the made-to-order ear designs at MagicalMaraDesigns.com. We've got cute and comfortable Minnie and Mickey ears made to order. We've got Maleficent to Beauty and the Beast, Adventureland to Star Wars Land. Check them out at MagicalMaraDesigns.com. Hello, welcome to the Dub Dub Review, and I'm your host, Chris Malik. And as we speak, Stacy Nyman is currently in Walt Disney World, going to be participating in some of the Run Disney races for the uh, marathon weekend. And our good buddy Peter, Peter's got a very busy and active work schedule, so he's getting used to his new job down in Florida. But today's going to be a great show because I brought along a really good friend, and Actually, the the way that we were actually first kind of kind of joined together was was simply by by chance. Wouldn't you agree, Amy? It, oh, definitely. It was by <laughs> ch- so the very first incarnation of the Dubs, which was Peter Potocorvo, myself, and Laura Fitzpatrick, were at the Museum of Science and Industry, and we were there to see Marty Sklar give his presentation. Mm-hmm. Marty Sklar, Dex Tanksley, Dex, Dex Tanksley, and. Was it Alfredo Ayala? I was going to say, I knew it was Alfredo. I forgot the Ayala. And they were doing a presentation at the Museum of Science and Industry and being like a brand new podcast and having very little social media knowledge like we have any right now anyways. But having <laughs> like no social media knowledge, we took a picture and said, hey, anyone out there, uh, follow us, like to come say hi. Within and like- we were about two groups <laughs> behind you. And my husband says, hey. I think they're those people. So I go up and say hello. You did. He doesn't. You did. Yes. We got a great picture. <laughs> so oh. I remember we sat in the center of the stage, uh, center of the uh, of the chairs, and you sat off to the right hand side. Mm-hmm. And I'm we gonna... were Facebook friends instantly. Instantly. In- instantly. <laughs> and yeah. I remember your son asked a question, yes. which took a tremendous amount of courage in front of that audience and, yes. and had a question read. So that was really cool. And from that point forward, and this is no lie, you become like one of my best <laughs> friends from Facebook and your husband is like mm-hmm. a long lost brother of mine. So <laughs> I know if I ever had a problem, I could turn to Tim and, and, and he'd be, Absolutely. he'd be at my side <laughs> immediately. So, um, but anyways, before we get into today's show, I wanted to actually, you know, we start the show off with, hey, tell me something good. But mm-hmm. um, no secret, you're a travel agent, and you're actually mm-hmm. a travel agent that I used for my recent cruise, which we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to throw something at you today, because there were there was Disney news when I was in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> yes. That's a lot of Disney news, actually. DVC, yes. yeah, there's a lot of Disney news. It all happened when I was away, too, right? Yes. <laughs> so, so tell me about this uh, this free dining in the summertime, which to me would seem like the high season for people to go to Walt Disney World. But like, was that a complete surprise? Or tell me all about this thing now. Well, we heard rumors um, that something was going to be hitting and it was going to be big. But I don't know that very many of, you, many of us really thought that it was going to be free dining. Not 
to the extent that it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I happened to be awake at four o'clock in the morning the day that it came out. I don't sleep very much. As I say, I'm a teacher by day and a travel agent by every other hour. Yes. Um, and that is definitely the case. And I got on and I was like, <gasps> free dining. And I had my clients secured with their discounts um, within minutes. And um, I actually went back to bed. Um, but then I had clients messaging me left and right then uh can we book can we book can we book and so everybody was jumping on this the fact that it was the summertime yeah that's, that's when, not that's, in the fall that's that's the crazy thing so like if you're traveling you're a teacher uh yes. when you guys trip you're traveling in the summertime so why are they right what's the incentive what's the motivation for free dining I, in the summer that was the big question all during the day mm-hmm. um if they're i'm thinking because galaxy's edge is opening up later they're saying late fall they're they know they're not going to have any problems filling those rooms and so put free dining out before it opens and fill those rooms instead of having everybody hold off and wait to travel later in the fall okay that's the that's the thought process now we're all thinking oh not all i'm sure but a lot of us are thinking that we probably won't see the traditional drop in april as well that this will be it okay and Quite possibly, this could be the last of free dining. For a while. Um, if For Galaxy's Edge, yes. absolutely, It, it yes. very well could be. Okay. Yes. So, um, but it was really great because the clients were jumping on board. I got some fantastic discounts for clients. And it just, it brought me a lot of joy. Even though I was on the phone with Disney for five hours. Um. <laughs> That day alone, it was worth it because hearing the joy of, hey, we're going to Disney World yeah. was worth every penny. And a lot of people, they wait for free dining because it's the biggest discount. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you can't use it as an annual pass holder. Okay. Just, just uh, you have to have so many days tickets, But um, which my husband and I are annual pass holders. But... Um, it's definitely worth it for those people taking just a family trip, especially if they don't go very often. It is definitely the highlight. Heck yeah. And so. a lot of people aren't able to use free dining in the fall just because of <laughs> kids schooling. So all of a sudden now you get your hands on some free dining. And that right. might have been part of the motivation is let's get you guys to vacation with the dining plan. And right. let's see how that works for you. We know it's going to work good. You know, let's see how that works for you. And right. maybe, maybe that's how you vacation in the future too. So, okay. Well, and a lot of people are like, it's so hot. It's so hot. Then I don't want to go. Well, that's the good thing. I Because I am a teacher and that's when we can go, I know how to help beat the heat. And so that's how I helped convince people. I, I will make sure that you don't pass out like the first time I did. <laughs> Well, let's be honest. This is Florida. And so legitimately from March 1st until November 15th, it's hot. And yeah, it's hot in the summertime, but that's not a good enough reason, unless you have a medical reason, which there are people that have a medical reason. I get that. It, yes. it, that, that would be valid. But that's not, like in my mind, a good enough reason because there are options and there's a lot of really cool attractions. And you know what? Disney's welcoming to you bringing in your own bottles of water and oh absolutely and they're not going to restrict that they i mean they realize it's it's like the devil's front room you know so you've got to be able to go and stay <laughs> hydrated so absolutely yes okay so speaking of um 
vacationing in the heat, let's talk a little bit about your vacation, your recent cruise. How was it unbearably hot or was it nice, comfortable temperature? Oh, so so good question. So do you want to hear all about the vacation? You want to go through a full trip report? You want to hit the highlights? What should we do today? Because it's just me and you, kiddo, you know, and we would have yeah. this conversation whether you're recording or whether we wouldn't, you know? So Absolutely. I want to be able to ask you questions that not only I have wondered, but many of my clients have as well. Okay. So you, I know went you know over christmas break ish you Mm -hmm. know that time Mm -hmm. and a lot of questions have been how how warm is it because i don't want to be on a cruise ship and be wearing a coat yeah okay great well let's start off with this let's start yeah ask me the questions you have and then you know what there are some things so one of the smart things i did and I don't think I don't I don't do many, but one of the smart things I did was I brought my digital external recorder on vacation, and all it is is like mm-hmm. a handheld recording device. Mm-hmm. And we knew every day was going to have small intricacies, and unless I documented them, and even though I brought pen and paper, I'm going to forget about them. So legitimately, after gorging ourselves on on on, on <laughs> you know cruise food for days, my wife and I would walk the ship, and we would actually record like a show practically though i can't release it because the sound of the ocean behind us is very loud Mm. so but it was like a great way for us to go and make like mental notes so here i am at work today listening to my own trip report taking taking notes but like it was like the best way for me to remember these cool things so let's talk about your questions first and we'll get into some highlights afterwards does that sound okay that sounds great all right so your first question was how hot it was so here's when we went we we left Chicago on December 29th, and so we're in Fort Lauderdale on the 30th, and we're on the boat on the 30th, and we stayed until the, I think we came home on the 6th. The We stayed one day later. So really, the early part of January, it was Fort Lauderdale, and it took two days at sea to get to St. Martin, and then in consecutive order, St. Martin, San Juan, Puerto Rico, and Labadee, which is their own private island in Haiti with another day at sea and then back to Fort Lauderdale. So really, and if you don't know where St. Martin's at, it's, you know, if you have ever heard of the island Aruba, it's not next to Aruba. Aruba is legitimately off of the South American coast. It is about as far in the Caribbean as you can possibly get. St. Martin's pretty far down there as well, too. It's it's some 1,200 miles from Fort Lauderdale. So, oh my. yeah, maybe 1,100. It's, it's far down in the Caribbean, so it needs two full days to get there. Mm-hmm. The weather when we left Fort Lauderdale was, I would say, between 75 and 80 degrees and sunny, as Florida always seems to be. (laughs) In St. Martin, it was slightly warmer. In San Juan, Puerto Rico, about the same. In Labadee, about the same. It never really varied. Now, there were days where it was very windy in the middle of the ocean, but temperature-wise, it was consistent between 75 to 80 which, you know, on the surface level, you're like, well, that's not too warm. When you come from Chicago in, de- <laughs> in December and January and it's like 17 it degrees, oh, that's hot. That's hot. Hot enough where we only wore sweatshirts on one or two nights on deck up above. And that was not for the cold. That was for the wind. Because when you're in the ocean, there's nothing to stop that wind. So that ocean breeze, that's more like an ocean gust at that point. So really nice, really sunny, warm the water was extremely warm in the ocean. So that was never a question. It wasn't like it was too chilly. 
but really good weather all around. No rain, nothing along those lines. It was, it was from start to finish. It was perfect. So my next question is, I know that I quoted you several different, you know, ideas and options. Why did you choose this one? Yes, so I was a pain in your butt. It's what you meant to say, right? No, you were not. <laughs> That's the job part I love. It's like picking what's the perfect fit. I love it. Well, okay, great question. You know the situation because you know you know you have my wife's phone number now as well too. You know my wife, in <laughs> fact, is a teacher. So we yes. have limited options for cruises. Though I could take a cruise at any point that I want during the year, with some restrictions based on my job, she cannot. So it was resigned to be from really December 26th through January 6th, somewhere they fall in there. So we researched like a Disney cruise and we, we researched a carnival and we researched, you know, Royal Caribbean. And prior to this, we've been on two carnival cruises. So there's nothing bad about a carnival cruise. We went on two. We enjoyed them. There, People say, well, that's for drinkers or for, you know, for younger people. <laughs> I got news for you. Every cruise is for drinkers and for younger people, you know, <laughs> every cruise. So it's not just a carnival cruise. They were very nice. But if I could tier them, I would have said Carnival Cruise was at the lower end, Royal Caribbean's at the middle, and Disney would be in the high end. And that was Great. prior to this vacation. But wouldn't you agree that's probably probably the yes. order of succession right there? Definitely. So it was based on price. And here's the rough numbers that we got. So we could take a seven-night Carnival Cruise, and it was around four. And and it's I don't mean to say $4,000 is the low end, because it's a lot of money. And I, it's a lot of money for anybody. Mm-hmm. And Royal Caribbean was up a few thousand dollars more than that. I don't remember the exact cost. It was six and a half, which is mm-hmm. the going rate for the peak of the peak of the peak of the season, which is where mm-hmm. they got you right here. And Disney was double. I don't know if you remember, it was over 13000 for the same cruise. Yeah. So it was more than double. So when you factor in... It was a longer cruise too, but yeah. 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 You factor in the airfare and you factor in the cost for my doggy daycare because I have three dogs Mm -hmm. and souvenirs and like legitimately, and this is not an exaggeration, I'm looking at like seventeen or Mm $18,000. And it was like, you know, I value vacation time with my family. But that's a spicy meatball, you know. That's yeah. that that got yeah. really big really fast. So we decided to go with Royal Caribbean. I mean, if you look at the reviews, there there there's hardly a negative review about Royal Caribbean. And you know, even if things as as small as like a, a foodborne illness, you know, that's like one of the worst things that could happen on a ship is the foodborne illness and salmonella. Like you, you don't you didn't find that on Royal Caribbean. So yes. it was like, okay, let's let's try. We've been on Carnival before. Let's 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 try the next step up to see if we're cruise people. And 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 there that's where we went. So I think we kind of narrowed it down to a few different ports. And this one kind of met the description based on the size of the ship and based on the fact that it was currently right now it's the second or third largest ship in the ocean. Mm-hmm. So what were your first impressions when you you got onto the ship? Okay. Because you went, well, first of all, let me ask, or you should tell everybody what ship you were on. This was the Titanic? No, this was the, yeah, (laughs) this was the Allure of the Seas was the boat. Which is like six times the size of the Titanic. So I I, I screenshot a picture and I'm going to put it, I I completely ripped off somebody on Instagram and I I mean, I I, I cropped it and I, I kept it. So. But they had a picture of the allure in the background and the Titanic in the foreground. 
and I swear you could fit three Titanics inside the allure, just on spatial size. When you look at it, it looks like the gargantuan, gigantic, oversized brother with like the infant in front of him in, in comparison <laughs> to the two. So yeah. okay, I'll give you my impression. Let me talk about the first day then, how we got there. We, we, we flew out of Southwest at Midway and based on airfare, let's be honest, if you've never flown at the holiday season, you're not going to find a cheap airfare. It's always expensive. And when you fly into a place like Fort Lauderdale, it's a smaller airport. There's not a lot of deals because there's only like eight flights in and eight flights out to Chicago a day. Compare that to Orlando and you've got like 23 flights in and like 20 flights out per day. So your options are limited. So we had to fly late in the day. 7.45, leave Chicago. We're down there about midnight. So the first day is already a very late day. And that's the first tip is when you check into a hotel and they've got a shuttle, which sounds good and dandy, make sure that shuttle is running okay we, oh, we no 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 no. we didn't fall for that we knew it wasn't going to be running but oh, like okay. <laughs> people assume the shuttle is going to be running right that's absolutely right yes yeah magical express runs but not all shuttles do well yes. yeah this shuttle cut off at midnight but we knew we were going to miss the shuttle so i was like all right we'll use lyft i downloaded the lyft app i'd used it before and we had done some pricing and so here's my next tip Make sure you run the pricing of Lyft, especially if you've got a family of five. Now, Amy, you've got four, but you, at one point you traveled with five. You brought your friend along. Yes. You would need yeah. something called a Lyft XL, and that holds five to six mm-hmm. passengers, which is almost double the cost of a Lyft. Well, we walked out to the taxi station, and we got a taxi to our hotel, and it was, frankly, it was 25 bucks. The mm-hmm. closest Lyft was going to be $38. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Lyft ride-sharing, always cheap, good value. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not, you know, so don't be afraid mm-hmm. to go and look really quickly at the taxi stand and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to go here. How much do you think? And and, mm-hmm. and that's what we did. So we the taxi was cheaper than the lift, although it was a little more sketchy. But honestly, mm-hmm. at 1215 or 1220 at night, like you just want to get to your hotel. You don't care if you're on mm-hmm. horseback at that point, you know. So <laughs> we're there. We're sleeping by one o'clock. Next day we get up. We're eating our breakfast. And the shuttle came by 930. And I'm going to give a shout out to this company. So if you're thinking of flying in to Fort Lauderdale and you're because that's the only place Southwest flies to in in that area write this name down for if you're listening it's MJS Transport and I'll tell you why when you sign up like ahead of time they don't require a credit card they simply give you a email confirmation that you've reserved their their, their, their slot and you're like what is this it looks kind of sketchy on that morning we got a call from the owner of MJS to confirm and then within 15 minutes, which was about five minutes before the pickup, we got a call from the driver to confirm. So we had plenty of discussion and plenty of communication, which is strong. He pulled up. Personalized off, service. Yes. And and the guy was actually rather entertaining. It was completely safe, completely organized. So MJS Transport, I couldn't recommend them highly enough. Great. We boarded the boat. First off, okay, so my first impression, right? We're at the cruise terminal. The transport did have to stop at two other hotels, so it took a little longer, but it is what it is. Uh, About 11 o'clock, we see the boat, and it's massive. I mean, like in the boatyard, there's four other boats, and Carnival's got some big ships, and Disney's got a boat there. And the Disney boat looks like the poor country cousin, not in terms of what they offer, but in terms of size. Mm -hmm. And we were the first stop. And you know what made it cool was we've been on ships before where we go into the cruise terminal and we're like, oh, there's our boat. Boy, we wish we were 
on that boat. And like we had to go on the boat we booked, obviously. Right. People were saying that about the allure of the seas, which was like, yes, you know, I, you should be jealous. Yes. You're all jealous of my boat, you know? So that was a really cool experience having people say that, you know? And the boat's massive. It's, it's, I don't say this lightly. It's incomprehensible. If you don't go on cruises, I, I mean, it, I can't even describe how big it is. It, it's just enormous. So we're there. We, we, we check in. Uh, their customer service at their uh, their check-in area, really good. Everyone's got an iPad. Everyone's friendly. They get you through. You're upstairs sitting down waiting to board. By 11.15, they start calling people to the boat, maybe 11.20. And they go let, me, let me back up just a second. Yeah. Upstairs, was it a specified waiting area? No. Or Just a big room. Um, chairs everywhere. Room. Yeah, okay. just chairs everywhere. Um, imagine uh, like a bus, like a really nice bus station. But, like, no okay. uniform area, no, like, diamonds here and, like, golds here or, like, boarding group one, two, three. Just everyone commingled. By 11.20, though, they start calling people onto the boat. And they're like, okay, for now, for the double platinum, you can board mm-hmm. the boat. And now for the platinum, gold, <laughs> diamond, silver, bronze. And here, I'm in steerage class. Like, we never, we never boated. <laughs> we, never, we, never, we never cruised before. <laughs> but by, like, 11.40, they call us into the boat, right? So we're there earlier than expected it was really efficient and there's no more identification to get onto the boat you already had done that and processed it so legitimately by 11:40, like you're on deck five which is you know the main level of the boat it's the promenade of the boat and you're ready to go you can go anywhere and eat and do anything you want and once you're inside you look around and you're like i, I mean we had watched youtube videos and you're like sweet cat's pajamas this is like 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 enormous and it's like only like the first inkling of how big it really is so (laughs) if you're listening right now in about uh, depending on when i released this theme park brothers might have actually already released it we captured footage i captured like seven and a half gigs (laughs) that number's right of footage so theme park brothers is going to have all the footage out available for this so so please go there and watch it uh you know we we they have a carousel in the back. I, I can't even describe all the amenities. A carousel, every shop, multiple arcades. They have three full pools, a kids area. They've got two flow riders, which is like the uh, the bodyboard, basketball, miniature golf. They've got a zip line um, on the boat, two climbing walls, uh, a theatrical diving pool, casino. I mean, you go on. The one thing they didn't have, though, was they didn't have a barber shop, interesting enough. They have a salon. Well, they have a salon. You know, they have they have a spa, yeah. but there's no barber shop. And well, you, Chris, you didn't need that. You, well, yeah, I, my hair wasn't growing that long. You're right. You're right. So, on, on the first day, so here's a good tip. They've got an app, right? Everyone's got a, got an app now. You know, you got the My Disney Experience. Royal Caribbean's got an app, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm an experienced traveler. I downloaded the app, right? No, I did not. I did not download the app. And of course, oh, I... Well, well, but did Lisa? No. No oh. no, no one downloaded the app. But they, they provide you an option. And you could buy Wi-Fi. But I was resigned yes. to the fact this vacation cost me a lot of money. You know what? As much as I love everybody on social media, and some of my closest friends are on social media, I was like, this is about my family, and I'm just going to detach from the world for a while vacation in every sense of the word right so i i said no i'm not going to pay for the wi-fi i'm not going to do it i'm just i'm just gonna i'm just gonna take video for michael which i'm gonna enjoy anyways just kind of feeling like the tourist you know mm-hmm. and i'm not going to worry about responding back to the disney news and whatnot i'm just going to detach but they let you 
download the app for free. If you go into the schooner bar, which is over, there's like a limited Wi-Fi service right there, and you can download the app, which was extremely helpful. If you're going on the Royal Caribbean cruise, download that app. Do not do what I did, which was <laughs> foolish for the first day. Get that app ahead of time. Um, so again, it, it was it's the, the customer service was amazing for the entirety of the trip. I'm going to say this a few times. If Disney is the gold standard, and in my mind, this was going to be the silver standard, I was wrong. If Disney's the gold standard, Royal Caribbean is the gold standard. And that comes from an experienced Disney traveler. So I've been at all the resorts. I'm a DVC member. I've not been on a Disney cruise. But I know what good service is because I work in the customer service industry. I take care of people for a living myself. Their customer service was amazing. And what makes it even more interesting is if you've never been on a cruise, Amy, have you guys been on a cruise before? You and Tim? Uh, We have not yet. It's in the works and plans, but we have not been able to yet. Okay. The majority of the staff on the boat, I mean, they're not from America. It is, and Mm -hmm. this is not a negative term. It's the League of Nations. It is the League of Nations. But you know what? They've all been trained and they work so hard. And their purpose and mission is just one thing, is that's your vacation. They're going to treat you like royalty on that vacation. And I talked to so many people. I talked to people from from Algeria, from Tunisia, from China. Mm. It was an awesome experience. And the kids enjoyed it. When was the last time the kids had a conversation with uh, a gentleman named Angelo, who is the lead, like, I don't even know his official role, but he was in the Windjammer Marketplace, the buffet, and he was smiling all day long, wanting to talk to the kids. When would that happen? You know, it's a really cool experience. And so don't take the word League of Nations in a negative fashion. It was just Mm -hmm. a really cool experience. Um, On that day, we went to a diving show called Ocean Area, which is a high diving show. They have a high dive pool in the back of the ship, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. It is the deepest pool of all the cruise lines. I was not allowed to dive, which was a little frustrating (laughs) because I'm a good swimmer. And I'm a good diver as well, too, but I was a little frustrated. Um, another thing. So if you're on a cruise ship before, you have to be assigned to a dining experience, 5.30 in the evening or 8.30 in the evening. And you come in your formal wear. But you know me, and I don't like schedules, and I don't like rigidity in things. So they have something called uh, um, the My Time Dining. Yes. So there's a restaurant called the American Icon Grill. Here's the deal. So on floor, on deck three, American Icon Grill. On deck four, it's called the Grand Restaurant. On deck five is a restaurant called Silk. Different, like, themes in each restaurant. Mm -hmm. Same exact menu. The difference with the American Icon Grill is when Chris walks up with his T-shirt and Crocs, he's going to get seated, and he's going to get the exact same food they are with the regular serving. But if you you really dig going there with a suit and tie and you want to get all dialed up for the afternoon... Go do it. Set up the dining at 5.30 or 8.30 every evening. That's not my deal. You guys have listened to me enough to know that's not my deal. So they have a thing called American Icon Grill, My Time Dining. Here's the problem. Amy, you didn't tell me this. I should have known this better. You know, inherently... You wouldn't have listened because you don't like to plan, remember? No, no. (laughs) But inherently, I try my hardest to stay a moderately sized guy that's in a big guy's mind frame. So when you put food like this in front of me, I swear to the Lord, I am going to eat and I'm going to eat so much that it's uncomfortable. So 
I'm talking to the waiter. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. How about the appetizer? Which one of these is good? He goes, I'll bring you both. Which one of these desserts? I'll bring... Like, legitimately, I felt like I was foie gras. Like, they are fattening me to kill me. (laughs) And and that's the honest to God truth. And you know what? And you can't stop it. Every meal, it's like the ring and the dinner bell. And like a big dumb guy, here I am. Okay, I guess I need to eat that buffet again. And like, (laughs) I could not stop myself. I thought I was going to come home gaining like 14 pounds. I ended up gaining like three pounds on vacation, which I consider a miracle, tell you the truth. I don't know how that happened. but Well, the- here's – I have a quick question yeah. if you don't mind. Do it. Did I know that so much is complimentary. Um, did you partake in any dining that was not complimentary that you paid for? Great point. So – in the order of succession, on deck five, you got free pizza, you got free sandwiches everywhere, you got free desserts on deck five. On deck seven, which or deck eight is called Central Park, and I'll describe it later on too, you got some free food up there. There's a lot of extra food options on this boat. But you know what? One of the things that kept us from all these upgraded experiences at Disney is the fact that I've got kids. And my son is 13 years old, and he's a super adventurous eater. You know what? As, as much as a teenager drives me bananas, my son is admirable, and he will try anything. And you know what? He's a foodie. Mm. He likes just about everything. My daughter's incredibly picky, and my six-year-old daughter is pretty picky. So the chances of me already spending that kind of money and then upgrading and spending a couple hundred hours more or whatever it would be, I just didn't see it, especially when I have like a buffet at the back of the boat called the Windjammer Marketplace, which offers food of impeccable quality, a huge variety. Wait till you see the videos on Theme Park Brothers, especially like the dessert chocolate video. It like, I swear I'm a diabetic now at this point. (laughs) Uh, The food was amazing. So we did not, we didn't, and we didn't buy a drink package either. We're not pop drinkers. They have, Mm -hmm. you could have purchased ahead of time a drink package or you could have done it on the ship for a little more. Um, For boo, uh, for pop, and for booze and you guys know me i I consume maybe a six pack of beer maybe uh, every like three months you know and that's that's the the truth like a beer like every two or three weeks so we didn't participate any of that and still at the buffet and at the restaurant you have access even if you don't get pop iced tea lemonade um a kiwi strawberry drink uh ice water coffee tea hot cocoa at every meal. So even if you don't drink pop, you got a lot of options still for drinks. It's mm-hmm. just not water. Um, but no, we did not go to any paid dining uh, other than just what they provided us. Not even Starbucks? <laughs> you, you know, a big Starbucks guy. So here's my tip for that too. I'm also a wily shopper. So mm-hmm. when we went on vacation, Starbucks brews this via. It's the freeze-dried coffee. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I like dark roast coffee i like strong coffee and they've got a christmas blend uh that's dark roast but it also happened to be like 50 or 60 percent off for the starbucks christmas <laughs> via uh the day after christmas so i came with like 24 packets of coffee <laughs> on vacation so i was good but also their royal caribbean roast coffee it, it, it's okay too it, it, it wasn't i've had a lot worse believe me um that was okay and i'm a coffee snob i really am um, I drink a lot of coffee. I, I, I'm on my sixth or seventh cup today if I'm talking kind of fast. So uh, so that was essentially I the... Think, f- yeah, go ahead. I think there's a lot of people that are shocked. The wait, okay, they knew Starbucks were everywhere, but actually on a cruise ship too. Oh, yeah. Full, full out Starbucks <laughs> service, full out menu, slightly higher than Starbucks would be, slightly, but not enough. People got Starbucks left and right. And But, you know, honestly, I, I came prepared. I, was, uh, I had to step up on people that were just showing up there. Uh, so I also got one more tip for at least a first day. 
bow, stern, port, starboard. You know the difference of those two? Uh, those four? Um, those are nautical terms. Bows at the front, stern right. at the back, right? And then you got left and right. You got port and starboard. And I used to get those confused. But let me, this will be the one tip you'll remember for the rest of your life. So if you're sitting in the middle of the boat facing forward, facing, facing forward in the boat, okay? If you think of the word port, think of the word wine, and then you'd say to yourself, well, how much wine is left? And there you go. So the port, oh. if you're facing forward, the port is on your left-hand side. That's not the real reason. It I learned it a different way. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell me. Tell me. Tell, tell me um, how you learned that it. That port is four letters and left is four letters. Oh, there we go. There we go. Two great tips. So you'll never forget that port is the left side. Um, I know there's a real reason it, it, it came from you know British days where the oar was on the starboard side and it was right mm. and whatnot. So, but uh, that's how I remembered it. Um, so that was essentially the first day. We just arrived, and it was uh, like a half day at sea. The first day at sea, we found they had board, they had free donuts in the morning down by the boardwalk, which is the back of the boat, which was great. We had a big buffet. Went in the zip line. We went in the pool. Um, we're just trying to figure out how to kill the day, introduce the kids to the kids' clubs, which they did not use, by the way. And I Really? Uh, I'll tell you more about it. Here's the cool thing about the pool. The carnival cruise pools salt water royal caribbean pool pool water so if you have sensitive skin i know chlorine isn't like a good thing but sometimes salt water could be pretty irritant on the eyes you know mm-hmm. and whatnot it's real pool water on the royal caribbean boat mm-hmm. yeah could not get the kids to go to the kids club it was not like they were in great i got footage they're awesome bb went for one day and like lucille and jude went the other day i think it dealt with the awkward age they're at they're 13 and the kids club for the teenagers went from 12 until 17 so every time they walked in there were big kids doing stuff and playing mm. and talking so i think they kind of felt like on the younger side of that and you know maybe i should feel lucky even though at times i was like Get out of the room. Go do something. <laughs> get out of my hair. I'm going to kill somebody. They were, they, they're were they good kids. And I guess, you know, there's going to be a time where they won't want to hang out with mom and dad. But for now, yeah, they hung out with mom and dad. Quite Treasure a, that. Right? Yeah. Uh, we did go see The Incredibles 2 3D on the boat. They had some Disney mm. movies. That was fantastic in 3D. It was, it was a really cool experience. Uh, everyone went on the zip line except for mama. And she just wasn't afraid. She just, just didn't get an opportunity that day. We saw Mamma Mia. You know mm-hmm. you know the Broadway theatrical? They've got it. Yep. It, it was outstanding. Like <laughs> I love Mamma Mia. Not not to mention, you know, you play the music from the seventies, you play ABBA and, and it's like, you know, you've you've literally like catered to me. It was <laughs> yes. it, it was great. They as good as good as you would see in a Broadway production, good enough that my six year old watched the entire thing. So, and she's six years old. The only downside was I paid for some popcorn and as she was eating the popcorn, she got a popcorn kernel stuck and then she started to make the face. Mama recognized the face. We tried to get her up and out as soon as possible, made it almost to the bathroom. Oh no. Yeah, not quite. Not quite. (laughs) So she hurled. So it's not really a vacation until one of my kids hurls in an opportune time. (laughs) But she, she hurled. Um, But that was also New Year's Eve. And I'll be honest, you know what? We're early risers, and even though we like like relaxing, we also like doing stuff. Like we're always mm-hmm. curious. So by eleven o'clock, 
I'm in bed. And Mama and Bibi are up. They're going to go to the New Year's Eve party downstairs. But, like, I'm in bed. The the 13-year-olds, they're in a, another room. We got two rooms, by the way, which is my recommendation. If you ever travel with kids that are old enough to be in another room, do that. That cruise ship cabin is small. If you want to watch TV or if you simply just don't want to punch your kids in the head from being on top of each other, <laughs> get them two cabins because at the end of the day, for you to sleep quietly, use the bathroom, not have the room smell like a shoe locker, um, <laughs> you want to have that separation. Get two cabins. Uh, honestly, they, they base it based upon passenger, not based upon like cabin usage, is from what I understand. So mm-hmm. if you need two cabins, like, like the ni- like, like, like the Nyman's, get two get three cabins heck at the point where your kids are going to cruise get three cabins um don't be afraid to do that and claim that extra space for yourself now it's not like it was like a second honeymoon for me and lisa because you know honestly we're on the cruise ship we're up early we're out till 11 11 30 um you know it, it but it was just a nice experience to kind of detach and even though they're 13 years old at some point they do want to like kind of be away from mom and dad mm-hmm. too you know so they're at New Year's Eve countdown. What? Yeah, go oh, ahead. Real quick question: What kind of cabin did you have? Speaking of cabins, did In, you have a inside? We, we haven't gotten interior. The, yeah, the the interior. I'm sorry, we didn't get mm-hmm. the uh, the balcony, the veranda. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Part of me, I got a six year old still. You know what? And she's she's actually really smart, and she's got a lot of common sense. More common sense than the thirteen year olds many days of the week. <laughs> But she's six years old and she's also curious. So we haven't gotten past that point where I'm completely comfortable just yet. So mm-hmm. proud dad moment. So I'm watching TV. They got a limited TV collection, you know, on this cruise ship. They got BBC HD, you know, from the BBC mm-hmm. and the BBC News. And I'm watching this comedian and I've forgotten his name. I got to find his name. And he's hysterical. Just, just riotous. And like all comedians, they're dropping F-bombs, right? And, and it's, but it's funny. And, and he's really good. He's doing impressions. And it's just, he's like, he like makes my heart happy to watch a good comedy routine. So my daughter Lucille knocks on the door and he's like, oh, I didn't know you were here. I thought you might've been with mom. And she looks at the TV. She goes, we're watching the same thing. I go, what are you oh, watching? No. <laughs> what are you watching next door? So of course, in a good dad moment, I was like, I was going to pose the argument, but I was like, you know what? All right, watch it. Don't repeat what you said. Just just watch it, you know? So he was riotous. So, yeah, they're old enough. I, I, I'm not a dumb yep. guy. They're 13 years they old. They've heard worse at school. So I let them, yep. I let them have it. Yep. That's the first C-Day. So now we're at the second C-Day. And this is where we're starting to get a little stir crazy. So here's where some tips come in. Here's the first tip. So if you're going on vacation, pay for the largest cruise you can get your hands on and the biggest and best boat you can get your hands on. Don't go crazy. Don't do anything stupid. Don't deplete your account. But realize you're going to spend a significant amount of time on that boat. Make sure the amenities on that boat match what you want. So when we went on the Carnival Cruise, the Carnival Victory or Valor, they had one pool. They had one pool for 2,000 passengers. How do you think that worked out for the kids? You know, it was, yeah. it was like, it was like a, a, a holding pen for like cattle. I mean, it was not good. So make sure the amenities match what you want. So if it costs you an extra thousand dollars or 2,000, believe me, when you have activities and functions, you'll be happier. So pay the extra money. It's your vacation. It's already cost you a fortune. Once you're at the 90% mark, what, what's the extra difference if you're paying an extra $1,000 at that point? You've already committed so far. So buy the biggest, best boat you can get your hands on without being stupid. You know, that would be my advice. Um, went to the kids club, uh, but we decided on that day we're going to go and start to 
we're going to buy some excursions. We don't really pay for excursions. We, the last few cruises, the kids are young enough. They just got a kick out of going to the land and like shopping, but we're already on the boat for a few days. And if we pulled off like three islands in a row, we're like, Oh kids, come on, let's go shop for stuff. I'm going to lose them, you know? So we paid for two cultural tours, a cultural tour of St. Martin, a cultural tour of San Juan. And we put it down on the second sea day. No problem. Um, participated in a Disney trivia session and um, that's hilarious on Royal Caribbean yeah um, <laughs> we, we did not win but I'm gonna no. I'm gonna say right now it, they were cheating and I have proof they were cheating the, they were legitimately if you saw their answer sheet they crossed off all the answers to write the real answers down and I'm not gonna this is gonna sound bad so please don't take it as this I don't think they spoke English very well, so I don't think they mm-hmm. understood. And then when they asked for the number of correct answers, they put their hands up to give every correct answer, which was almost impossible. But mm-hmm. God love them. They had a good time with their family. That's okay. <laughs> I don't hold a grudge. But I know where they live, so I'm getting my <laughs> No, no. So um, anyways, um, here's another thing. What is the, 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 the two biggest threats on a cruise ship are fire. Well, well sinking is one, I guess. But mm-hmm. fire on a boat and an outbreak of a virus, food poisoning. You could not go to any dining facility fast option without being inundated with either people forcing you to take Purell hand sanitizer or having a hand wash station. Almost to the point where it was almost, it was almost intrusive. And then you realized it was for your own good they were Mm -hmm. doing this. So yeah, there's Purell hand sanitizers and hand wash stations everywhere. Also, if you happen to really like fine jewelry, three-pound watches, um, <laughs> if you like expensive liquor, cigars, then a cruise ship might be for you because that's what they <laughs> like to sell. Um, of course, I only have one piece of jewelry, which is my wedding ring. I do not wear a watch. But, you know, that's what they push. And and realize your tastes are your tastes, and they might be American tastes. I don't think we were the minority on the boat, but close. It was, it was, there were people from all over the globe on this Mm -hmm. ship and a European taste and an American taste is a little different. So Mm -hmm. there was not a shortage of people buying that on the cruise ship. And if you happen to like Invicta watches, or if you wanted to buy a Rolex or you needed that bottle of Jack that was so big that it literally sits on a platform that tilts because you wanted to buy (laughs) this big bottle, then don't be afraid to go. Uh, That's the second sea day. Day five. Here we go. We're on our first stop, St. Martin. Okay, so it's far in the Caribbean. St. Martin is half owned and run by the French and by the Dutch. Where we boarded is called Philipsburg, and that's run by the Dutch. And Philipsburg is like the immediate port town. So this is where the cruise got, I'm going to use the word interesting. So I'm going to give you a little lesson here, a little little bit of history here. So um, Hurricane Maria came and decimated the Caribbean. It was probably about a year and a half ago that Hurricane Maria came by and devastated the Caribbean. And when I use the word devastated, we're in Chicago. We think like a three-foot snowstorm is devastating. So there's a a category scale, category one, two, three, four, five for hurricanes. Category five has a sustained wind of 157 miles per hour or higher. That's as big as the scale goes as category five. And... The Dutch side of the island, which is Phillipsburg, was okay. You could see they sustained damage. On Marigot, 
which is on the far side, which we learned on our cultural tour, which is the French side, sustain winds for over an hour that reach in excess of 300 miles an hour. And they had a sea surge of 13 feet. Oh, my goodness. So, like, wherever you're at right now, stand up, look at it. You're probably five foot and a half, maybe to six foot. Double your height, add some more, and then put the ocean behind that and mix 300 mile an hour winds. It eats everything. It eats Mm -hmm. asphalt, cars, people, buildings, trees. It eats everything. This is already a poor island. The Caribbean has some locations which are extremely exotic. St. Bart's, St. Kitts, like like the high rollers of the world. St. Martin has spots like that. They also have spots that resemble Bosnia and Kosovo after the war. Mm -hmm. And people are living in rubble and and destruction. Mm -hmm. And you know what? It's heartbreaking. And you realize... I know with your kind heart, that had to be extremely... Yeah. Kind of a hard thing to swallow. It is. Mm -hmm. And you know what? You're there. And you know what you're doing? You're providing them income. And you're helping because you're you're, you're buying and you're spending. They rely on the touristic. You're visiting. You know what? I never felt unsafe for one second. It was... It was... It was... It was interesting. And I'm not saying I'm disappointed or I was frustrated. It was interesting seeing how a hurricane can do that much damage. And though the excursion was rather expensive that we paid for, it was the cultural tour of Phillipsburg, Mirago, and the boat ride. You know, it offered the kids a better world view. You know, when you hear hurricane damage, you really don't know what hurricane damage is. You do now. I guarantee it. You know, it offered them a different perspective than what they would get in Chicago. So I don't regret it for for a moment. So, but I will say that if you had to give me a percentage of St. Martin in general, and this may just be exclusive to St. Martin, or at least I thought it was. If you said percentage, zero is uninhabitable, 100 is like Beverly Hills, and I've never been to Beverly Hills, I'm just assuming. Um, I would give them a number of, on the Dutch side of 50 to 60%, on the French side of 20 to 25%. And that is an honest perspective. The natural beauty of the island, the hills, the mountains, the valleys, the greenery, the actual bays, oh my heavens. Like a person could live there and never want for more in life. It is absolutely breathtaking. But, you know, what they constructed, they don't have American building standards. They they have they have St. Martin building standards. Could they withstand could anything withstand three hundred mile hour winds? I doubt it. You know? So we still shopped. We had a good time. There was never any even one second about feeling unsafe in that place just you realize that the caribbean when you receive hurricanes they're going to show damage it didn't have the financial backing because it's again the island split in two governments Mm -hmm. to recuperate that but that was still you know it was it was an interesting visit and it was a different perspective now i'm going to contrast that on the very next day which is san juan puerto rico you know we're kind of going through this we Mm -hmm. boarded we we disembarked early in the morning for San Juan, Puerto Rico. And we bought a four-hour excursion. It was another, it was a bus tour of, of old San Juan and San Juan in Puerto Rico. And San Juan looks like any major city in United States. Off the boat, you see, um, <laughs> this is interesting. So the boat, the, the boat, the boat boards up here, 300 yards, and legitimately you're on like their Michigan Avenue. And the city starts right there. Like I could, 
like hit a golf ball from the deck of the boat right into downtown San Juan, which is which is really interesting that it starts right there. Mm-hmm. Walgreens, CVSs, Starbucks is everywhere. Banco Popular, um, Senior Frog, you name it, they've got it. High rises, <laughs> but just beyond that, this is old San Juan. You see El Moro, which is a fort. And you, mm-hmm. you, you, you start to kind of mix old San Juan in with new San Juan. And you know what? All of a sudden, my perspective on the Caribbean changed immediately. And I was like, this is fantastic. It's like mm-hmm. you're in like your own European country because it's the second oldest city in the Western Hemisphere. We learned that. Only, mm-hmm. only that was older was... Oh, I, I probably should have Googled this. It was either Santo Domingo or San Cristobal and the Dominican Republic. But this is the second oldest city in the Western Hemisphere. Uh, it has these tight cobblestone streets with like this blue brick and these European balconies mixed with like the Caribbean pastel colors. And like you're seeing these courtyards you would see on like Rick Steves Europe on PBS. Mm-hmm. And you're walking through it and like you get goosebumps, like how beautiful it is. It was such a cool cultural experience. Our our tour dress, our, our tour bus driver, his name was Hector. And and take no offense if you're listening and you happen to be Puerto Rican. Hector loved being Puerto Rican and he loved telling people he was Puerto Rican. <laughs> he was so proud of his country. You know what? He was spot on. He was he was dynamic. He knew the history like you wouldn't imagine. Took us to the to the Capitol building where we saw the rotunda. Even though it was closed, he knew somebody and we got in. We were like the only people in the Capitol mm. building. Then we went and learned about the African and the Spanish history of the island. And he was just spot on. The island was really pretty. So we were like, Hector, you guys haven't sustained any damage from the hurricane. He goes, No, 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 no. He goes, We didn't have water and electricity for two months so yep. if if you're listening outside of chicago if you think of your biggest city if it's grand rapids wherever you're at imagine that city being without water and electricity for mm-hmm. two months think of waiting in line for a bag of ice for eight hours mm-hmm. or twenty dollars in gas for ten hours yeah i have a good friend who lives there I knew exactly what she was going through. Yeah, so he was like, so Chris, yep. so Chris, so 20 bucks gas, 10 hours, how, how far do you get with 20 bucks in gas? And I'm like, mm-hmm. you, you won't even keep the generator running till the next mm-hmm. gas. You'll be constantly going back and forth. He mm-hmm. said, we stayed in a shelter for 40 days until we could actually go out and try and find our belongings because it was uninhabitable. He said it, absolutely it was, was yeah nine months until they can declare 100% of the island have electricity. Nine months, people were without electricity. Now, yes. now Puerto Rico is a big island. I mean, it is it is not mm-hmm. a small island. It's 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 rather large. But um, he did a great job. Here's my tip for the day. So they took us to the beaches. They took us to the cultural center. To to uh, and by the way, they had one of the most beautiful beaches I ever saw in in Puerto Rico. And Southwest flies not direct, but flies to San Juan. We will be going to visit San Juan and Old San Juan in the future. I can guarantee you of that. It is so charming. We will absolutely be going back. He took us. You are allowed to get like authentic Puerto Rican cuisine and like road cuisine, which is like. Like deep fried empanadas and deep fried like octopus on skewers and all this stuff. And it sounds exotic. So we didn't eat any. 
And here's why. Mm-hmm. So I got a picture that I've been saving. I haven't released it. I'm going to show you the deep fryer. Realize your belly is accustomed to American food and the American way mm. of cooking. When you leave that gentleman and you think, boy, that was the best chicken I've ever had in my life. Realize they do not have sanitation standards like you might be used to, and you will never see that guy again in your life. But you may, in (laughs) fact, be on the toilet for 10 to 12 hours or more, and I'm just saying... It could be the very best empanada you've ever had in your life. It won't matter. But is it worth it? Is it exactly. worth it worth it? So yes, live like a local and don't regret it for a second, but not when it comes to all that money you spend on the cruise and that cruise right. bathroom. So I would just say use your good judgment. It might be delicious. It very well could be the best thing you ever had, but it might not so just be careful (laughs) that's my advice but if you ask me could i spend a week in san juan puerto rico i would tell you amy i would take that trip in a heartbeat in a heartbeat Mm. um so don't be afraid one second and never did i feel danger i mean there were police everywhere it's a major city it was it was just it was beautiful i couldn't tell you enough i know puerto rico speaking yeah go speaking of feeling sick this is often a question from many clients, did you ever feel seasick? Great question. So it's not like I have the stomach of steel. Again, I just told you, I, you know, you could be in the bathroom, but <laughs> I didn't eat that food. Um, it, it all depends where you are on the boat. And so realize you are a tiny speck of sand in 70% of the Earth's size, which is the ocean. <laughs> and no matter what size boat you have, you're going to feel the ocean going back and forth. And you can take Dramamine. You can take, there's medicine, you know, boning you can take that you can prevent seasickness. If your cabin is higher on the boat, the boat rocks more. I mean, put your hand out right now. If you move your hand and you put a pencil on top of your hand, the top of the pencil is going to sway a lot more than the bottom of the pencil. So your best chances to not feel sick is, in fact, the lower in the boat you go. The lower in the boat you go might restrict your opportunity to get a balcony and whatnot. The higher you go, the more opportunity you felt like you swayed. So let me qualify that statement by saying, never once did I ever feel like I had to throw up vomit from seasickness, nor did my wife or my kids. You felt the boat moving in the ocean, and there were days where the wind was very strong, but it was never to the point where, like, like you ever felt you ever felt you were gonna you were gonna be seasick or motion sick. If you go on any attraction at Walt Disney World, you're fine. If you go on the Pirates of the Caribbean, that boat moves in the water more than this boat does. Mm. So. Um, after a few days, you get your sea legs underneath you, and you, you, I mean, it, it just is what it is. We got off; we never felt the difference of land and boat after a oh, while. Good. Yeah, it, it was fine, so I wouldn't be worried about that. Now, if you got a smaller boat, yeah, it's gonna. Bear in mind, this was mm-hmm. like the third largest boat in the world. If you get a smaller mm-hmm. boat, you might feel it more, but not a problem. And they have medicine; you can you can go and get medicine for that too. So, if mm-hmm. that's ever a concern, don't let it be. Um, another big hurdle for people is people just are afraid of the ocean and afraid of water and the thought process of being yes. isolated out there. Yes. They can't prepare you enough for like something. I mean, there is enough lifeboats to handle any situation. And you know what? Honestly, with today, <laughs> of course, people in the Titanic said the exact same thing. The ships are <laughs> dang near unsinkable between engineering. I mean, 
I don't even know if they need a, a captain anymore. Everything is controlled by computer. It's measuring the wind, the wave height, your speed, the direction of the current. It's measuring everything to keep the boat as stable as possible. Heck, it's got stabilizing barbs on the uh, bars on the side, which go out to keep the boat even more stable in the water. So don't let that sway you from being sick or being nervous in the middle of the ocean. It's it's it's. When was the last time you heard of a cruise ship sinking? You know, from like a crazy. Right. You know, it, it doesn't it doesn't exist, and certainly not one on the, on the major major carrier. Yeah. You know, so um, San Juan, beautiful. Next day is Labadee, Haiti, and that's their private island. It's it's their castaway key essentially, and there's okay. no excursions. What I was going to say, what activities? Yeah, there's no excursions there? unless you want to get like ATV rides or the zip line. They have something called the Dragon's Breath zip line. It's the longest zip line in the Caribbean. It's from the top of a mountain down all the way through the beach. It's beautiful. I got footage. I'm hoping it'll be on Theme Park Brothers. But you BB's, did it though. N- no, we didn't because no. BB's, okay. BB's six years old and mm. we won't do anything that I can't do with the entire family. And believe me, okay. she enjoyed the cultural experiences. She's a she's a trooper. She she travels with the best of them, you know. So mm-hmm. she got no no problem, and she'll make mental notes of things and talk about it later on. Like, oh, I mm-hmm. remember when that guy was talking about uh, this. Um, so, but I would not do an excursion that the family can't participate. That's not cool. It's not cool for her, and it's not cool for you know for the family to be split up like that. We do it as a team, and that's just is what it is. But the good news is, I'm a beach person at heart. And I'm a warm weather guy. And nothing makes me happier than being in the ocean and, like, looking for shells and, like, digging in the sand for shells. I'm a simple dude for stuff like that. Plus, we live in Chicago. Chicago from October to March just just is terrible. You know, the the chance to be in the ocean in the warm water, I'm good. So I'm a beach person. Uh, Beautiful beaches, clean sand, warm water. Uh, the Royal Caribbean crew brought their food out, and they actually cooked on the island for you. There is no permanent like food station. They bring the food out, and they cook it for you right there. Mm-hmm. Um, here's what an kind inter- of foods was it? Yeah, you know what? The, that one was a little disappointing to me because of a vegetarian. You know, so they brought out. They have. They had I like. Was, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, if you're a vegetarian, yeah. it's a little frustrating. Um, but you know what? Honestly, I'm on. I'm on a Caribbean island. Like, you're not going to get me frustrated on that day, no matter what. Heck, I don't drink. I spent $11 for a Red Stripe beer, which is probably overpriced in the first place. But, like, I'm on a Caribbean island. I'm going to drink Red Stripe beer and just enjoy myself. Um, hamburgers, hot dogs. Now we know how much that empty can costs. It was 11 bucks, right? And I framed her. I said, hold this can, Beatrice. And she looked at me kind of funny, but she, she did. Um, hamburgers, hot dogs, ribs, chicken. A bunch of salads, a bunch of fruit, a bunch of desserts, rum cake. It, it, it was it was a good buffet. But if you didn't like meat, you, you know, mm-hmm. you, you you picked and choose what you what you wanted to eat and did the best you could. So you know, I told you I love digging for shells. We got a shell collection in the house of of dead coral and shells that we love. Um, it was not until we actually went back to the boat the guy stopped us and said, "You can't bring any shells back." I was like, "What? We just spent like three hours." <laughs> working with all these shells he took pity on us and he let us take like three or four of the nicer shells back on the boat so don't collect a giant bag of shells like we did because you cannot bring them back with you <laughs> uh, and wear your sunblock and the only reason i say that so b and i'm sure you're listening and i i love you b b doesn't use sunblock she's a child from a different age and she doesn't use sunblock <laughs> but I do use sunblock. My dad had melanoma, and I try to prevent any kind of sun exposure as possible. And I'm going to tell you the honest-to-God truth. The sun, wherever you live, unless it happens to be in the Caribbean, is different in the Caribbean than where you're used to. That sun is closer based upon the equator. 
And I swear, as the Lord is my witness, if you're outside exposed for less than three minutes, you start to get sunburn. It is just a hotter, brighter sun than you're used to. So put the sunblock on. I'm absolutely. I I I bought Sunbum. I usually used I usually use um um uh Hawaiian Tropic. Um, but I bought Sunbum and. Don't be afraid to put it on, for sure. Quick question um, about the island too. Did they? Did you see anywhere that you could rent snorkel things? That was the question I had the other day from a client. Yes, they, you can. Like you can snorkeling equipment. You can rent a mask for sure. You can rent fins. You can rent. Um, you can rent a mat to float on the ocean. Uh, mm-hmm. That's all good. So let's talk about the good and bad of Labadee. Um, beautiful. Their spot is beautiful. It's protected. It's like going to the Caribbean Disneyland. Haiti itself is one of the poorest countries in the Caribbean, and their capital is called Port-au-Prince. Port-au-Prince, you probably remember from a few years ago, was completely devastated by this massive earthquake. Just destroyed it. They had terrible building standards. These shanties are falling over. And then it got pounded on top of the destruction with, well, the aforementioned Hurricane Maria and completely tore it a new one. And it is still struggling to get on their feet. Labadee itself is beautiful. The island itself, I'm sure, is beautiful, but is struggling right now due to no fault of their own. They just simply have not gotten back on their feet. But I would never for one second say that Labadee wasn't anything other than just gorgeous and manicured. They did have an artisan village. All the Caribbean has an artisan village, and they all sell practically the same thing from from St. Martin to Puerto Rico. They all sell the same goods, just with a different name on it. And if you're not used to haggling or dealing with like like people that have... Um, should we say like a Caribbean gift shop? They're a little pushy, so you just got to make sure you know what you're looking for and everyone tries to get you to their shop. Don't be afraid to say no. Don't be afraid to walk away. That's cool. Don't worry about it. Last day of sea, all right? So we're on our last sea day. We are tired. Every meal is just a gut buster. (laughs) And for goodness sakes, I love ice cream. Don't put that cotton picking soft serve machine closer to me because it's like you're tempting me to do this stuff i don't know why um but i swear they did it and here prepare yourself for this this is my one word of warning and this is where the show might lose its pg warning briefly (laughs) and this is the truth and my wife observed this too so uh, an american goes on board even though i joke about a speedo and i do have a speedo i i i don't know if I even fit into it anymore, but I'm wearing an American bathing suit. My wife's wearing an American bathing suit. My, my kids are. But you also have people from Brazil, from Mexico, from, from Europe, and they do not wear the same bathing suits that America wears. So if you are sensitive in any way, <laughs> then I am preparing you right now, and I'm thinking that Michael's cutting out a lot of this footage because as I'm taking footage, I swear I have not seen so much skin in my life. <laughs> I, I literally felt like I had lived through like a Cinemax 10 p.m. Friday night movie. and But like everything is like on the up and up. Families are there all wearing the same thing. Guys are wearing like like Speedos. It was like, all right, I, I can go with it anywhere. But like it was just like an eye-opening, interesting experience. After the second day, you were completely exposed to it. It was like, oh, yeah, there's people over there. But that She's barely dressed and he's barely dressed. Like the kids like didn't even bat an eye. But if you're like super sensitive or if you're a Puritan and you're like nervous about that, be aware. Any cruise you take, any cruise you take, Disney, Royal Caribbean, Carnival, you're exposed to a lot of different nations, 
and 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 people's perceptions of of what's acceptable or not. No mm-hmm. one's no one's inappropriate. I can guarantee you that no one's doing anything they shouldn't be doing. That's just your cultural standard. Prepare yourself for a different cultural standard, and you'll be fine. So, um. I kind of cleaned that one up. That, that was okay, right? It didn't get get, get, get too far <laughs> down. It, it didn't yeah. get too far down. <laughs> Last day at sea, we saw a Madagascar diving show from the characters of Madagascar. Um, I've always had a partial kind of... I've always enjoyed Madagascar. Um, King Julian, I don't know if you ever saw the Madagascar um, itself. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. King King Julian always cracks me up, and the penguins crack me up too. So, yeah, Well, that's perfect, because Royal Caribbean and DreamWorks go right hand in hand They were, together, they were so. hand in hand. We saw Poe from Kung Fu. Yeah, yeah, I was going to ask you. Did you see them? Yeah. Oh oh my gosh! Here's a great story. Day one, Poe's out there, and he's in this enormous costume. And Poe's arms are kind of like bowed at the side, and he's got these weird, like, kind of arms. But he's acting like Poe. Poe is like a big, lovable cherub, and he's always hugging people, and he's moving his arms in his herky jerky fashion. So I swear, like these kids were coming up to Poe, so intimidated. And I'm not saying like. Like, like they were like scared or or perhaps even like shy, maybe even bordering on the spectrum. Poe isn't reading this at all and comes up with these giant, crazy, flailing arm bear hugs. And I'm watching these kids like cringe and parents cringe like, oh, he doesn't like characters. And Poe's grabbing them and giving them noogies and stuff. Like, it is hysterical. But but just priceless. They, they tried to have fun with everybody. Um, we went shopping on the boat last time. We saw a show called Blue Planet, which was very, very artsy, artsy, fartsy, gymnastics, music, save the earth that ended up being one of the most remarkable shows I've ever seen in my life because it was that good in music and they did like interpretations. They sung U2 songs, but like in a artsy fashion and it was amazing. Like at the end of it, you were like, I don't even know if I enjoyed it when i that was amazing you know and you couldn't even make up your mind and then you just realized that was like the best thing you've ever seen so their shows on on the ocean are 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 really good last tip of the day so we're packing up we're tired we've packed up like 10 pairs of underwear because we can't use laundry they offer you express luggage service so what that is so tamra brett anyone who's listening debating a cruise the night before you pack up your luggage, you put a tag on it, you put it in the hallway, right? In the morning, they're, at night, they're going to gather your luggage for you because so you can just pretty much just just go eat and walk off the boat and find your luggage downstairs like it's a it's an airline. Do not do express luggage. We didn't. We knew better. So you're assigned a number. So you can start disembarking the boat at 8 o'clock, but you have to be off by like, say, 1030. You're assigned a number. So if you're a group 1 through 10, 10 through 20, 20 through 30, 30 through 40, whatever it is, we were number 60 or like 62. We couldn't pick up our luggage till 10 o'clock. Well, you know what? On vacation, time is money for me. And I love the boat. And we had a great time. But you know what? I got one day left in Fort Lauderdale. I'm using that day in Fort Lauderdale. And so for me just to sit around at a buffet after I've already eaten and twiddle my thumbs and see that clock just tick, don't worry about the express luggage you're literally walking taking the elevator down you're walking 50 yards you're going through the little gangway and you're off the boat it is not that big of a time savings as a matter of fact the time restriction was a greater hampering because we couldn't even get our luggage till 10 o'clock and here i'm on the tour bus going back to the hotel by like 907 so don't worry about express luggage if you've got a physical restriction you're in a wheelchair and you need to do it do it 
don't worry about it. Don't worry about the time too. But it's not the savings you think it's going to be. You can still get your luggage off the boat just by wheeling it down, taking the elevator and being being done. It's not like you have mm-hmm. to do it. So mm-hmm. last day, Fort Lauderdale, we're back. We stayed one extra day. We didn't fly back on Sunday because we couldn't afford the airfare. The airfare mm-hmm. on Sunday of winter break back from Florida in any destination, if Fort Myers, Orlando, like Southwest knows this and they got you stuck over a barrel and they're going to make you pay. And so we thought, you know what? I ain't doing it. I'm going to go fly back Monday. So we just called in the kids sick. Lisa called in sick. Um, and we simply just flew back one day later. So we had a day in Fort Lauderdale and I was like, okay, well, we're tired. We could just take it easy. But like, like, like that's not me too. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm out and about, I'm doing things. We're like, let's take lift. You know what I never saw? I've never seen. And by the way, a little bit about me. I love alligators. I truly do. I think there's something magical about an alligator. I think it's like the last living remnant of a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. And when you watch it, just the grace and the power it has when it swims and it's so dominant in the water and to be that close it's really a special experience if you've never been to Gatorland in Orlando I'm telling you if you're a family with young kids and you think it's a hokey roadside attraction go see the awesome power of an alligator not like the one you have at your zoo that's three feet go see a 14 foot alligator and like sit next to it and like like listen to it rumble when it like kind of like stares at you and like you get goosebumps so i've never been to the everglades i want to go see alligators in the everglades i've never been on an airboat i want to do this okay lift xl how much 60 bucks each way from our hotel and i'm like come on you can't tell me that costs 60 bucks i started brainstorming i was like you know i'm just gonna rent a car for the afternoon pulled up the costco travel app found a minivan got a lift from the air from the hotel to the airport 48 dollars. got my car for 24 hours so don't rely upon lift as the be all end all of ride sharing look at taxis look at renting a car because for 48 dollars plus 13 bucks in gas we drove all over fort lauderdale for that day so we did we went to go to an airboat we saw alligators uh we went and saw uh, uh florida panthers tortoises uh we saw pythons it was an amazing experience you've never been on an airboat like 30 miles an hour over grass and then like you stop because he sees an alligator and the alligator is a territory animal he's gonna swim right over to that airboat and it's like you sitting on a flat bottom boat about 12 inches higher than like a 12 foot awesome creation in the water just looking at you and you're like i'm gonna die this thing's gonna eat me right now (laughs) that is an experience you know you have to be able to do that it's a really cool florida experience did that um we went to wawa i've got a soft spot in my heart for wawa i don't know if you know that but it's a gas station but it's so much more than a gas station they make their own sandwiches (laughs) soups i swear i'm like a wawa junkie I'm passionate about that place. So we stopped at Wawa. We went shopping. Uh, I love souvenir shopping for local items. So we were at Bass Pro Shops, TJ Maxx. We were at grocery stores. We couldn't get our hands in enough local items. I'm a Disney guy. You know this. I'm a Florida guy as well, too. So you put me in Florida and like my concept of money, like all of a sudden I'm like, I'm like the biggest shooter of shooters and spending money. Like it's Christmas day every day for me in Florida. I couldn't spend enough money in Florida. Uh, we had one place I earmarked I've got to do, and it was a tiki bar. It's legendary. It's called the Mai Kai. It's in Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. 
And I absolutely resigned my fact that we have to visit. But by the time we got going around, we were starting to watch the Bears playoff game. The Bears lost. It was late. We're getting tired. And then I learned that my Kai have the restriction that you've got to wear slacks in the dining room. And I was like, you know what? All of a sudden, my heart just sank because I realized we're not going to the Mai Kai, which is the Tiki Bar. And it's like a legendary Tiki Bar in Fort Lauderdale. But we substituted that with a ice cream place called the Dairy Bell, which offers – it's owned by two Canadians. We have the best poutine – Shout out to you, Pete. We have the best poutine this side of Montreal and our own homemade ice cream. Until we went there and they were completely out of cheese curds, so they legitimately did not have poutine. Oh. <laughs> but the ice cream, I'm an ice cream junkie as well, so we're good. Um, and, and those were like the highlights of the trip. All in all, I will say my kids behaved just amazing. They never caused me any stress other than what usual 13-year-olds do. My six-year-old was his trooper. My wife is, I swear, I don't know what I would do without her. And the boat lived up to every bit of standard that I had. And even, don't be afraid to go to the Caribbean islands. They'd have some, like, trouble to them. Trouble being, like, you know, hurricane. It's a different world perspective. And the cool thing about it is you're not staying on St. Martin overnight. You get to come back to that boat. And that boat's like your best friend, and it's like your haven, um, clean, and the food's top-notch, like like artisan and gourmet food every night. That's where I said, buy the best boat you can get your hand on. You're going to spend a lot of time there. We weren't sure. You know, like the first day, we were like, okay, this is, I hope everything goes well. It was just an amazing experience. The family was great. No fights, no problems. Travel was fine. Uh, even the islands, you know, San Juan captured my heart. I'll, I'll always think of Puerto Rico with like the softest spot in my heart. And, you know, like I said, I'm a beach guy. Put me in the Caribbean. Put me with the sunshine and the ocean and sand. I'm a happy dude. You know, it, it was it was a great experience. You know, and well, on it, that. Yeah. On that note, where would you go next? What ports would I go next? So, mm-hmm. okay, so this is going to sound goofy. So I want to take a transatlantic mm-hmm. ocean uh, trip. I want to take a, a Mediterranean ocean cruise as well, too. Um, I'd love to take a Rivers of America cruise. They have a steamboat cruise down the Mississippi um, on a steamer that I would love to take as well, too. I've done the Caribbean now, both east and west version of it. I don't know if I need to repeat it. We've already made an itinerary of places we're going to visit in the next three years. And I don't know if the Caribbean's on there for the next three years. We know there's going to be a Disney cruise in our future because I've got to see the difference of a Disney cruise compared to a Royal Caribbean cruise. But I don't know if it's going to occur. And there's not a port that's calling me, like in the Caribbean. But like the idea of taking a... Like I swear, like the, like like the Titanic two or like the Queen Mary or some kind of cruise across the transatlantic, that seems mm-hmm. really cool to me. I would do that. Um, but for right now, I don't know if the Caribbean's high in my itinerary. And again, it's not necessarily the destination. When we took this cruise with you, it was like, where's it going? I don't care. Is it a boat? Mm-hmm. Is it warm? Is it mm-hmm. is it is it gonna be <laughs> ocean? You can take me. Sounds good to me. You can take me to Cleveland <laughs> in the Caribbean. You know, I don't care. I'm good. So it sounds good to me. Uh, and and, and it, you know, you might have a specific attraction to a specific island. Do it. Great. But like I said, pay for the best boat you can get your hands on. Don't settle for the one. It's it's the adage. You know, you get what you pay for. 
when you buy a $1,400 cruise, you're getting a $1,400 cruise, and that food's $1,400 a cruise. When you buy a $5,000 cruise, it's worth $5,000. There's a reason why. It's not artificially inflated. And there's a reason why Disney costs that much money. I just got to figure out what it is, and then we've got to save up for it. But we'll go on a Disney cruise as well, too. Unfortunately, it's going to be a holiday cruise, but we'll make that happen as well, too. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll get uh, maybe we'll have the Van Swoles and the Mavis go on a cruise together. Maybe invite the Nymans, or maybe heck, all of Edcott that's listening. What do you think about something like that? Maybe you find an off-peak I cruise. That's a fabulous idea for us all to go <laughs> on together. Yeah, one of the Edcott people brought that up at one time, and I said, "Well, the only issue is trying to get everybody on the same schedule." Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, you know what, and 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 here's where I want to thank you for this. So, you know, planning a Walt Disney World vacation. People can try and plan that on your own, or then the free dining comes along, and you you better get an agent. You better get someone that you trust. You know, a cruise has got a lot of moving parts. You know, you got excursions, you got you got you got airport transfers, you got a bunch of things going on. If you don't know what you're doing, like go find somebody to help you. Make sure that like you have the trust and belief. I think I legitimately told you, like Amy. Amy, this is Lisa. You know who Lisa is. This is her cell phone number. <laughs> Arrange all the details. Here's the cash. You know, here's the here's the credit card. Just just book me. A, I, I I just put you in charge, and you just kind of knocked it out. So <laughs> find an agent you trust. You know, I happen to trust you. You know, you know with this <laughs> matter, and and you're like family to me. So I knew I wasn't going to be let down. But um, I appreciate it. Definitely go to an agent you trust. You know. I do want to say one more thing. (laughs) I thought it was kind of interesting. You were bringing up how Poe was kind of um, not reading the The, the people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, through my extensive training with Royal Caribbean, which I have a lot, um, though I haven't actually been able to get on one of the boats yet. Like I said, it's in the plans. Mm -hmm. It's in the works. But um, they are actually one of the best rated ships cruise lines for dealing with uh children's and adults with special needs and specifically autism i can tell you why i know that as well they had two separate theaters one upstairs in the kids adventure area that was specific and they had movies that were geared for people um i I wish i had the sheet around me and and it actually said autism friendly on there so they made a conscientious effort i think the character behind the poe costume that day he was just out just to go in and just he was gonna he was gonna be poe come heck or high water he was gonna be poe on that day Um, it just made me chuckle a little but yeah (laughs) so yeah no they, they they took care if you had a need like that if you had a concern it was not going to be ignored. If you had a dietary restriction, too, they were going to make sure you were taken care of as well, too. Um, prepare yourself for eating like like you've never eaten before. Bring, bring your t- Thanksgiving pants. Yeah, bring exactly. <laughs> bring Rolaids with you to take care of any heartburn issues. Um, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna do well on that boat. Don't don't worry about it. You go on vacation so very infrequently. Don't even worry about counting calories. Go and have three desserts. I did, you know, and 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 don't even worry about that. You have time in your life to worry about things. This is not one of them, you know. Enjoy it. Just just go crazy. So, right. did we answer everything? I I believe so. There was only one little area. I think that you forgot. You started to tell what Central Park was about, oh. but then didn't go into the okay. details. Okay, so. so 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 here we go. I'm gonna quickly describe the boat. So you got you got the you know the forward of the boat. You got the bow of the boat, which is 
um, well, describing deck by deck, you got some things mm-hmm. in the front, but it's where the kids' club is is located in, the, in like deck like thirteen. In the middle of the boat, they have as you face the ocean, you've got a balcony in the ocean. They divided the actual middle of the ship largely is hollow, and that's where a lot of the action is at. In the back, they've got the boardwalk, which has a carousel. It's got a Johnny Rockets. It's got a Sabor, which is a tequila and taco bar. They got restaurants, arcades, pets at sea. Um, which is like a Build-A-Bear workshop, candy, a bunch of things, but it's all designed like a boardwalk, like a carousel horses and like a carnival type thing. It's outside. It's in the middle of the boat and it's outside. As you walk to the exact middle of the boat, they have an area and I've got pictures that looks like a garden or like Central Park. They have paths that have trees and flowers. And this is in the middle of a cruise ship. So when you look up, if you get it, inside balcony you face inside the central park coach store uh uh, sandwich shop uh other restaurants they have a bar it's called rising tide that goes from deck five and the actually rises up to deck eight and then it rises back down it actually looks like the barge looks like jabba's barge from like uh um um, star wars movies it's this weird contraption that rises and lowers Mm -hmm. as the ship's going but like when you're outside, you wouldn't expect to see like an area where you have to have people maintaining grass and 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 trees and plants, and they do. And at, at nighttime, it's it's breathtaking. That you know the way they illuminate it is just breathtaking. But that's on the middle of the boat, on the actual inside of the boat. It's not cabins. It's not space. It's not rooms. It's a garden and a pathway. And, like, the size is indescribable. It's probably 200, three, maybe 250 yards from front to back and 80 yards in the middle. It's just, like, it doesn't fit. It doesn't belong. And it's perfect. You know, it's completely perfect. It's 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 unique. And the theater in the uh, the front of the boat as well is, is enormous. And it's probably the fanciest theater you've ever been to in your life. <laughs> there is really nothing they didn't... Ha- I-, I thought of two things. Okay, I thought of two goofy things in my mindset of what they should have in this boat that they don't have. The first was a was a, was a barbershop for guys. Clean right. sh- clean shave, um, you know, with hot towel and stuff like that. The second is, and don't laugh, for every high quality experience they have, if you go to the sauna, if you're going to go and get manicure, if you're going to go and get facials and hot stones, and you're going to go and spend 250 bucks in a restaurant... um. You know what they're missing for guys and and girls? You're going to laugh at me. They're missing a tattoo parlor. Oh. You know. That's kind of an interesting. Well, they're selling watches for $2,500. You're selling a watch for $2,500. Is that watch going to last forever? Or when you're on vacation and you bought that. That, that liquor package and you and your buddies are screwing around and you know what you know what screw it I'm going to get myself you know excuse my French here I said screw it um, <laughs> I'm getting myself a palm tree you know what you should have a place to get a palm tree with the best artist possible because there's artwork everywhere on this boat I thought that'd be a really cool experience something a little different they'd have a tattoo parlor and obviously they're going to not put tattoos if you've been overserved. I thought that would be cool. And you know what? I'm just the kind of person that would come away with a tattoo from a cruise ship and like be like, you know what? It was a vacation memory. I- I'm never going to be upset about it. I'm not getting a flaming cobra on my back. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, so that was the only thing. And look how obscure that was and obtuse right. to actually say that. Everything else, they had. So you don't have to worry about it. 
Were you uh, were you informed of any special deals if you rebooked on the cruise? Yes, I, I was. So they have something called um, Next Cruise Level mm-hmm. Five, and we investigated it. And here's the deal: so they're opening their new island called Coco Key. It's what they're what it's called. They're they're opening a second new island. Yes, one of our. Um members is going to be going there okay so a next cruise they offered like you could if you book a balcony you get this much money if you book an inside you get this much money the travel agent gets full credit for the transaction Mm -hmm. and i was like you know what i initially thought it was an open itinerary for like three years give us a hundred dollars we're gonna hold your spot we'll apply it and it's good for three years and you obtain today's pricing it's not like that you mm. literally need to declare the exact cruise, the exact date, mm. the exact boat. Well, you know what? I can't do that right now. You know what I mean? I, okay. I, I, I don't know where I'm going to vacation in two years from now. And I don't even know if the timeline is going to set up for a teacher. How do I know I'm going to all of a sudden, Lisa's right. going to change and all of a sudden she doesn't have that week off. Or, so I wasn't ready to do that. My first thought was, and this, this is the truth. I, you could ask Lisa. I wouldn't book it if you didn't get credit for it. This is small business, kiddo. As a small business, you did a lot of work. I'm making sure you get credit. So once I knew you had credit, then I went and figured out, okay, well, let's investigate. Well, you know what? I plan vacations on like three months notice. This one required more because I knew it was going to be special. Mm-hmm. Two months notice, one month notice, two weeks. I don't know I'm going to be in two years. So that wasn't the right fit for me at mm-hmm. the time. If you love cruises, then do it. It, then absolutely do it yep for sure that's not how i vacation right now so at this point in my life i'm not an official like cruise guy i like cruises i do i would bear to say that i loved this cruise but that's like like you know we're gonna go uh, uh, my next trip is the, the kids aren't listening we're gonna try and take the kids to europe next christmas so there are so many things we're going to disneyland again we're gonna go visit Alani again we want to go out and visit denver we want to go to the jersey shore we want to do all these things and and they're all going to fit in the itinerary mm-hmm. and i'll do a cruise again it's just it's not like i need to do a cruise next next year so we didn't do it all right all right. Yeah. I think that's it for my questions. Yeah, I talk too much. You should have, you should have no, shut, shut me up after a while. So It was fascinating. Yeah, we, we genuinely had a good time. Don't undertake this unless you're completely confident in your travel ability. But also, you know, I knew when I booked with you, something goes wrong. I'm getting you on the phone. You're going to make yep, it good. We've it, got you covered. You know, yep. yeah, something goes wrong in the boat. I'm calling you up. Something goes wrong. I've got somebody in my corner. Absolutely. Which, which you know, and honestly, it's the same cost. If, if I booked it and I researched it, I mean, I knew what you were charging me and I knew what I was paying. It's the same cost. I mean, you quoted exactly. to the penny. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like all of a sudden there was an Amy surcharge. There is no Amy surcharge. <laughs> you know, Amy's getting paid through Royal Caribbean. And you know what? Then I get myself instead of keeping the money themselves, they're helping a small business. Correct, and and I'm getting myself a person to be in my corner to know that like if this gets if this gets messed up in any way, I've got a great resource. So, yeah. Anyways, I apologize. I talked too long today, but you know what? We'd have had this conversation no matter what if I recorded or if I didn't. You know, so absolutely. All right, so let's end this monster. And <laughs> if you wanted to talk to Amy, which I know there's actually there's a Royal Caribbean incentive. Like right now, and I know this is like the Royal Caribbean podcast, but heck, it's what I took. There's a Royal Caribbean incentive right now. I, I've I've seen it, and 
you know so how do they buy contact one, you amy yeah yeah uh yeah it's buy one get one 60 off okay <laughs> so it's an awesome deal um get a hold of me through amy Vancewall with magical journeys on facebook and also through the edcott group excellent excellent and if you want to contact me stacy peter or heck any one of these people which are now like which are now like family. Um, mm-hmm. The WW Review Facebook page is where you go for general show posts. Go to Edcott. Um, even if you look at my own personal page on Facebook, I don't nearly share on my personal page what we do on Edcott. It's like talking to family every day. So we talk about the goofiest stuff. <laughs> and you know what? Everyone participates. We've got people in there from from a famous muralist, Tony, in Chicago, mm-hmm. to to Amy in teaching, to to goofy characters like myself who you probably don't want to communicate with and we have some of the best people um and and they are all 100 percent genuine so join our group we promise you you'll have fun um and again if you need a travel agent we've got amy um there's other travel agents at edcott as well too i just happen to use amy because you know what she's like family to me so so please do um and again uh we appreciate you listening i'm sorry i bent your ear for so long uh, Brett Spidel, this one's for you. I know Tamara's a little concerned about going on the ocean. She has her hesitancy. I'm promising you guys, you'll have a good time. That's yes. from it's from me to you. I promise you guys, you'll have a good time. So um, don't be afraid of it. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. We appreciate it. We hope you have a great day. Bye. Bye.